welcome again, brothers, sisters, and siblings. <laughs> it's chaos outside. Ugh, absolute chaos. Grease storms all day and night. Is it any safer to go out? No. Has anything changed? Absolutely not. In fact, it's, it's probably worse. And yet here we are, all gathered in a church. Why? <laughs> it's because we're selfish. Selfish for the story. The story must be told. We've missed you all so much, but we know you're not here for us. <laughs> We've been here the whole time. No, there's only one cardinal who could bring us together. How did we find him? How? Well, the friendly pup of the story, Woodrow the Talking Dog, fled our church in a salivating fervor. Out into the raging grease storms, he fought paw over paw from coast to coast until he found our good cardinal. The one. The only. Help me out, Sister Callista. Why, it's... Oh, Story, it's Cardinal Larson! That's right! That's right! Our sweet-talking pup, Woodrow, found the one person who could bring a congregation together. The one hero the story needs. Well, let's not wait any longer. Get ready, because here he is. Oh, hey, everybody. I know how disappointed you are to see me. You suck! Um, so Cardinal Larson is running late? He was briefly framed for murder? He said to tell everyone that, and, uh, and that he'll be right over. Devin, I know you're just the messenger, but I'm so mad I could literally shoot you. Wouldn't be the first time. What was that? Oh, uh, nothing. I, I haven't died before. Okay, there he is. There he is with that bullshit again. Why is he? Why, why does he do this? I'm losing my story, freaking marbles. Why? It's just nonstop. Anyway, well, it looks like we have to wait uh, for Cardinal Larson. Ugh, boy, if that isn't the worst thing to just off, off. what are you doing out of traction? What is it, boy? <laughs> Rough, rough. Cardinal Larson sent me to say that Devon is <laughs> a liar. And that he's been waiting in the grease room the entire time. Story goodness, leave it to Devon to fudge up even the simplest chores. Everyone boo him. Boo! Uh, thanks everyone. Uh, I'm I'm going. <laughs> yeah, get out, you turd! You scoob! <laughs> Why is he like that? Anyway, what are we waiting for? Brothers, sisters, siblings, a please welcome Cardinal Larson. Thank you for having me, Pastor Andrew, Sister Callista. Brother Reed and Woodrow the Talking Dog. You're a dog, but I love you like a son. You know I do. The story I want to tell today is about love. Yeah, crazy love. 
A kind of love that makes you, uh, I don't know, murder somebody? Get ready, here it comes from the book of Slick Bad Boys. Written by Slick Bad Boys, a story titled The Night of the Historical Jesus. This was long ago. Cardinal Larson didn't have so many stab wounds. I wasn't even a cardinal. I was a story research candidate in Rochester, New York. My days were spent decoding story math equations and grading greasyology exams. But like a sweet story peach, I was just a-waiting to get bruised. Every Friday night, I'd unwind in the neighborhood soda shop Prampons. Model T's and Cadillacs filled the parking lot. Mamas and hot daddios smoked jazz cigarettes with beatnik babies. Teens traded handies in hot rod bucket seats. And everyone had polio. The past! It was different from the future, baby. I walked in. Every surface was cherry red and gleaming chrome. The ageless tunes of Ricky Martin and Jennifer Lopez crooned from the Touchstones jukebox. Hot Hot Jim Jam! I called to the soda jerk, a velvet smooth veteran who had lost a hand and eye and both nipples in the stink war. Get me the usual! Hut Hut Jim Jam turned on the kettle to get the eggs a nice and a boiling fresh. Nothing made me happier than a Crocroa egg cream. I tapped a hip-hop beat on the counter and looked around. In the first booth, a cute couple gulped on the same milkshake. In the next booth, an even cuter couple ate spagat, lips sucking on the same noodle until it slurped in their faces into a saucy smooch. At the bar, the cutest couple in all goddamn Rochester went mouth to mouth on a chili dog Suck it, suck it to that dog spurted gravy down their bowling shirts. But me, I was all alone. Hut Hut Jim Jam slammed down the boiling hot Crocroa egg cream on the counter. Palm blistered with third degree burns. I wouldn't look at my creamy tree. Hey, not yet, Cardinal Larson. What's the matter with you? Oh, Hut Hut Jim Jam, you think I'll be alone forever? Hot Hot Jim Jam smiled, winked with his one eye, or maybe he blinked. He's got one eye, so, like, I couldn't even tell. Ed, baby, honey, daddy-o, sit on it. You drink this egg cream, and I promise by the last sip, you'll feel all better. I tossed him a nickel. He opened his mouth like a bass and swallowed it. Maybe he was right. I took a drink and felt better. I drank deeper, deeper. I was friggin' rocked. My blood cream levels at 25% just sucking, sucking, sucking. Finally, I got to the last sip and I looked up. There in the back of Prampons, I saw them. Get Zookies, I whispered. In the crowded soda shop, he looked as alone as he'd ever been. He had brown hair like a horse's mane, a stubby square jaw and a robe of white linen. I felt a special kind of horny the Greeks called Air Rose, which means love at the first aside. I wanted to be near him, but I wasn't alone. 
A bunch of teenage greasers swarmed the table. They wore 3D glasses, cigarette packs rolled up in their tight white t-shirts. You new in town, asked the lead greaser. He wore a leather jacket that read bad boys on the back. You need a friend? He tugged on the white robe and the handsome man held up his hands in surrender. His robe sleeve pulled back and I saw his right arm was plastered in a cast from wrist to elbow. Please, I'm just trying to enjoy my favorite drink, a boiling hot crocroa egg cream. How about this egg cream? The greaser laughed, tugging on his crotch. That's it! I shouted. Leave the beautiful boy alone! The greasers just laughed a high greaser laugh. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. He's just a not yet cardinal. Taunted a greaser who, I know this is crazy, looked exactly like A list celebrity congregant Billy Zane. He can't do nothing. The Billy Zane bad boys smacked the rope man's butt. I stood up in anger. They all flicked out switchblades. Leave him alone, or I swear to story, but before I could finish, the first one stabbed me in the lung. Pop, whiz. The next one stabbed me in the forehead. Goosh, wham. Arr! I got foot jabbed, fist bopped, foot bopped and fist jabbed. Fade to black. All right, lights up. Birdies tweeted outside, tweet, 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 tweet. I stirred in bed, but this wasn't my lowly cot in the greasyology building, no. It was a beautiful sunlit room. I was shirtless, wrapped in bandages. Morning, sleepyhead. It was the handsome man from before. His dark hair flowed over bronze shoulders. He was shirtless too. I had to take you to my house to recover. He explained. Those greasers stabbed you 52 times. You saved me. He was kneeling by my side now, hand wrapped around my bicep. I feel like I know you. Why is that? He sighed. Everyone knows me, but no one likes me. He pulled a palm to his forehead dramatically. And there I saw it. A hole in the middle of his dang hand. You're Jesus, I said. You're the coolest blue-eyed white man in the world. He just shook his head. You're thinking a contemporary Jesus. I'm historical Jesus, a short brunette, Middle Eastern Jew. I ruin everyone's fun. Well, you didn't ruin mine, I said, pursing my lips just so. How can I repay you? And then... We kissed on the lips. Pow! Zip zap kablooey! The next two months passed in a steamy montage. I moved into the big spooky house with historical Jesus. I continued my story research in his drawing room. It was a big old house full of weird stuff. It was a bear trap on the wall. We had crocroa egg creams three a week. Oh! And we made a lot of sex. Banging and banging and banging and banging and banging and banging and banging. Couldn't stop it. Just screw Factory Central. Just ram it, ram it, ram it. And then you like it nice. And then you like it nice. Ram, ram. Over roaring fires in the hearth. 
fully nude. I told Jesus about my life, the missionary trips to Canada, the hard years at Story Seminary School, and my dreams of becoming a story card. But he never spoke a word about himself. One day, I asked him about his past. He went pale. Uh, I gotta go have diarrhea. Something told me historical Jesus had a history. Fast forward, it's late July. I was pruning the azalea bushes out front when a stranger walked to our fence. Hey, mister, can I get a drink of water? I wiped my face with a gardening shear. The man had short-cut brown hair and a dumb Irish expression, wearing a graphic tee and cargo shorts. Um, I said. Please, it is wicked hot out here, mister. I went inside and came back with a big boiling mug of water. Thanks, mister. He gulped it down, then tossed the mug to the ground where it broke. So, you live alone in this big place? Sure do, I said. <laughs> All alone. He kept eyeing the windows, never looking me in the face. Hey, what's the matter to you, bub? I asked in my toughest voice. He laughed. Take it easy. I just want to know who you live here with. I don't have to tell you about him. Oh. <laughs> so it's him, huh? He smiled. Gosh, where are my manners? The movie Ted hasn't come out yet, but when it does, you'll know my name. I'm Mark Wahlberg. He held out his hand. I didn't shake it. Well, it's time you moved on, Mark. He scanned the house, and when I looked back, a curtain on the first floor swung back into place. You taste him yet? Mark Wahlberg asked me. What? You like how he tastes? Does he get your tummy humming? Get the hell out of here! I said, ready to stab with the garden shears. He backed away. He knew what was best. Savor his juices, because when you least expect it, the historical Jesus is ours. I started shouting, but he walked away grinning. I ran into the house, saw Jesus staring out the window. What did Mark ask you? He said. I couldn't bring myself to repeat the disgusting question. Mark Wahlberg? You know that dippy douchebag? I figured he was some jealous ex. Jesus seemed so close to giving me an answer. Instead, he rubbed a hand over his cast and looked to the floor. I used to. He's bad news. It was a Tuesday when historical Jesus left for groceries. I was supposed to meet him there and help carry the bags home. But when I arrived, he wasn't inside. I walked out. Historical Jesus! Hello? Around the corner, I saw the flash of a white robe. The historical Jesus was by the payphones, but he wasn't alone. Oh, no. A big pickup truck was next to the phones. In the driver's seat was Mrs. Zorro, or Lady of Entrapment. Catherine Zeta-Jones. She was drunk, but that wasn't what bothered me. You want to know what really burned my buns? It was the guy leading out the passenger side. Twisted Jesus' good arm. Jesus protested. I already told you I'm done. No historical Jesus, said Jim Gaffigan. You're a hot pocket. You're never fully done. He pulled Jesus' arm close and began sucking on his fingers. 
Click, click, click. I ran up to the truck. What the hell is going on? Jim Gaffigan spat out the fingers and snarled. Buzz up, Bucky Baba. Then he spoke in another voice, as though possessed by a more pathetic man. Bucky Baba? What's a Bucky Baba? The historical Jesus looked at me. He was as pale as contemporary Jesus. Baby, don't! He said, I didn't hear him. If you're messing with the historical Jesus, then you're messing with me! Catherine Zeta-Jones cracked up. You? You're not even a full cardinal. You're nothing! How do you even know that? I asked. How could we not, Ed? After all, we're everywhere. Gaffigan smiled. Catherine Zeta-Jones hit the gas and they drove away. Jim stayed out the window laughing. My eyes scanned the pavement. I picked up a rock and whipped my arm. The rock fell in a perfect arc through the air. Pow! It cracked Jim Gaffigan right in the eye socket. He fell out of the window and into the gravel. The truck skidded to a stop. Catherine Zeta-Jones ran out. She scooped up Jim Gaffigan like an infant. He was bleeding from his whole face. Stand-up comedy's bachelor prince would never look the same again. You just made a big mistake. Catherine Zeta-Jones hissed at me. If I were you, I wouldn't sleep tonight. She climbed into the driver's seat. The truck roared away. Jesus shook his head. What have you done? Back in the house, Jesus was packing. The sun had set, and I had tried to calm him down. Catherine Zeta-Jones was drunk. No one's coming to get you. Jesus wouldn't listen. You have no idea who we're dealing with. These people, they're dangerous. Who? I asked. Who are you running from? Who hurt you? He stopped packing. His shoulders slumped and the hand he wrapped over his cast was shaking. I embraced him. You can tell me. He sighed. When we began, it was just fun. They told me they loved me. It began with one day a week for an hour. We just pretended at first, but it wasn't enough for them. They wanted it realer and realer. Who? Hawk, hawk, hawk! I looked out the window. The lights of a pickup truck pulled to a stop outside our house. The Catholics, said, The Catholics. Out the window, the headlights turned off, and I could see the passengers. Regis Feldman jumped out of the truck swinging a length of chain. Like a gentleman, he helped Kelly Ripa climb from the back while Mark Wahlberg and Catherine Zeta-Jones jumped over the sides. Catherine helped a bandaged Gaffigan get out of the passenger side, and who appeared out of the driver's side door, you ask? Who could it possibly be? Billy Zane. He was dressed like a cowboy for some reason, his gleaming head a beacon for his unwholesome Greek features. I turned to Jesus, finally sharing his fear. What are they going to do with me? Ed, don't you know? He began to take off his cast, breaking the plaster with his fingers. Don't you know what Catholics do with Jesus? No, they couldn't. He tore the cast away and threw it to the ground. His arm wasn't broken. It was bitten. There in the meat of his forearm, a perfect bite like a cartoon character takes out of a sandwich was carved from his flesh. No! I shouted. 
as Billy Zane's voice boomed from the front lawn. Knock, knock. Anybody home? I ran up to the window. We know you're in there. Zane continued. Either you come out, or we're coming in. Regis, let's help him decide. There was one more person in the back of the truck. Regis yanked him out. He had one eye, one hand, and no nipples. Hut hut Jim Jam, I shouted. I opened the window. Hut hut Jim Jam, let him go. Peekaboo, there you are not yet, Cardinal Larson. Billy Zane waved. Regis walked from behind the group with a canister. He splashed Hut Hut Jim Jam with gasoline. No! I screamed. You can't do that! Let us have the historical Jesus, Ed. Otherwise, we're having us an old Jim Jam roast. Hut Hut Jim Jam spat out the gasoline. Don't worry about me, Ed. They're coming. Get ready. You have to save the historical Jesus. Billy Zane had enough. He flicked the lighter and threw it on Hut Hut Jim Jam. He erupted in fire. Hut Hut Jim Jam screamed. Hut Hut Jim Jam! I yelled. Billy Zane laughed. You have one hour to surrender the historical Jesus. And then we're coming. Jesus stared out the window at me, face lit by the flickering body. He asked. I thought about Hut Hut Jim Jam. After all, he was still screaming. It's Hollywood magic. People burn to death in seconds on TV. In real life, a person could burn for 30 minutes, begging for help the entire time. I thought of the last thing Get he ready. said. Get ready! Now, we prepare. I got to work. I poured grease into pots, and I pulled a bear trap off the wall. The historical Jesus watched the clock tick away the hour. Historical Jesus, you know this house. Is there anything else we can use? No, he said. Well, maybe. He led me up to the second floor closet. He opened it to reveal a whole bunch of guns. Big guns, little guns, gray, black, and silver guns. Bingo, bongo, bango, I said. It was 45 minutes later when Mark Wahlberg couldn't take it anymore. Let me at him, boss. I want to pop him with a quick pow, pow, pow. Billy Zane surveyed the house. The moon was the color of evil blood, and a crow stood in a barren tree, screaming the word, Murder! Murder! Billy Zane just tipped his cowboy hat to Wahlberg, who grinned. Regis and Kelly joined him as they crept up the hill. They came around to the kitchen. Kelly hoisted Regis up to try the window. It wasn't locked. Inside, I was watching as the window eeked open. Regis stuck his head inside. They... Why does it smell like grease? He asked. Because, I answered, I'm making a new dish. Fried Regis. I poured boiling grease all over his face. He howled and collapsed onto Kelly Ripley, splattering her with his own melting face. Wahlberg watched this from the outside and shook his head darted at top speed for the hallway window. And then he leapt. Zoom! Flying skull first through the window in a shatter of glass. He crashed under the carpet. Blood flowed into his eyes, so he looked like a madman. He lunged for me. Wag! I put up my dukes to stop him, but there was no need. He flew only a few inches forward before whoosh! 
cement block on a string hurtled from one direction, and whoosh! Another block roared from the other. <gasps> Wahlberg screamed when the blocks collided. Goosh! His skull exploded like popping a tick with a hammer. Blood sprayed the walls in an even stripe, and his body fell to my feet. I looked up to the second floor landing and saw the historical Jesus at the banister. Did I do that? <laughs> he said shepherdly. His robe was a little open, chest hair spilled from the deep V. He winked at me when his body jerked. Bang! Historical Jesus spun around, and I saw the hot pop of red through his shoulder blade. He was shot! Catherine Zeta-Jones had got him from the foyer window. I saw her drunken blank stare behind a rifle barrel before. Crack, crack! She cleared away the rest of the broken window. Jesus ran up the stairs as Catherine's sidekick, Jim Gaffigan, wiggled inside, head wrapped in gauze of bloody rags. I couldn't reach Jesus in time, but I could distract the invaders. I made for the rec room while Gaffigan crept to the stairs. Don't run, Jesus. We just want to talk. Yeah, buddy. I'm going to eat your fingers. The nearby music drove him mad. Hey, what's this? A goofy voice? I do the goofy voice. Me, a famous Catholic. Who's making the other funny voice? He ran into the rec room and the Grunt Mucks album spun on the Victrola. Gaffigan laughed to himself. You're just spooking yourself. He said, It's just a Victrola. He walked up to it to turn it off, but something beneath his foot clicked. What the? Blang! The bear trap snapped over his thighs and major arteries. Chip, chop, chip! He screamed as he lost both legs. Chip, chop, chip! What's that? He died. Uh, bye-bye. I was already halfway up the stairs. If I could just beat Catherine Zeta-Jones, then I could... Too slow, not yet, Cardinal Larson. Billy Zane called from the bedroom. No. No, it couldn't be. I ran up the stairs and stopped in the doorframe. The windows were wide open and Billy Zane levitated there. He had psychic powers. His cowboy out rippled. At his side, Kelly Ripa was strapping the historical Jesus to the bed. Burns blistered down her cheeks as she held a syringe in her hand. Historical Jesus! I cried. But Catherine Zeta Jones cracked a tiny liquor bottle on my head and shoved me into the floor. Just in time. Billy Zane smiled. You can't eat him, I told Billy Zane. I don't care if you have to kill me. I'll never let you do it. Oh, Ed, you didn't think I'd let you sit out of this rodeo, huh? No, 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 no. He snapped his fingers and Kelly Ripa jabbed a needle straight into Jesus' heart. No, Ed, you're going to eat him with us. Kelly Ripa sucked up Jesus' blood squeezed in agony and squirted it into a golden chalice. Billy Zane hovered to the ground and grabbed the gleaming cup. He approached me. There was something wrong with him being and until then, he didn't hit me. But wait, I said. Billy, you're not even Catholic. You're Greek Orthodox. Billy Zane then took a few minutes to explain to me that while, yes, he was Greek Orthodox. The Catholic Church and the Greek Orthodox Church converged on a lot of stuff. In fact, the Pope considered Greek Orthodox priests full priests, piled high with all the powers. 
They believed in transubstantiation. So the Greek Orthodox person could eat the flesh of Jesus just like a Catholic. I learned a lot, and he kept me entertained the whole time. That Billy Zane is amazing. Enough history. Let's get to business. He said, finally. He pounced on me. Catherine Zeta-Jones pulled my arms back while Kelly Ripa cackled. Zane pinched my mouth open. I tried to twist my head away, but I couldn't. The cup hit my lips, and Billy Zane poured the blood of historical Jesus inside. They could see the look on my face, the shock, the ecstasy. They let me go. The blood from historical Jesus was the tastiest damn drink I'd ever had. In fact, it tasted like a Crocroa egg cream. You see, Billy Zane taunted me. One little sup is all you need. Once you get some meat in you, there's no turning back. What do you say? You hungry? Billy Zane came to me and flicked out a switchblade. What piece of Jesus do you want to eat first? His tongue? Ooh, or what about a nut? A testicle? I'm talking about a real greasy ball. He grabbed my arm and spun me around, trying to get me to scream, react, but I kept my mouth shut. So we danced a little more. Dipped me, flipped me in the air, drove me between his leg, appearing here, then behind me, then in front. He was a magic man. Zip, zap. He reappeared suddenly in front of Jesus' bed. He raised the blade, ready to stab historical Jesus in the brain. That was it. Jesus was crying, scared by the crazy look in my eye. Ed, please, don't tell me they got you too. But I kept my mouth shut. I inched left. No, it's too late for him. One swallow of Christ's blood and you're hooked forever. That's why it's the most valuable, mmm, taste, taste, tastiest liquid in the whole world, Ed. <laughs> Any last words for your lover? He readied the knife to stab. I inched a little more into place. It was now or never. I spat in a splash all of Jesus' blood splattering over the ground. That's right, I hadn't swallowed a bit. It was a trick. The kind you play with a mouthful of blood. <laughs> Kelly, Catherine, and Billy heard the unmistakable sound of blood smacking a hardwood floor, and their tongues popped out. Slurp, slurp. Yeah, they couldn't even let a drop go to waste. They pushed me out of the way and began licking the floor. Lap, lap, lick, lick. They were ravenous, snorting like pigs. I only had a second. I jumped to the wall and pulled the release cord. Billy Zane looked up just in time, mouth covered in blood. No! A pile of guns fell onto Billy Zane, Catherine Zeta-Jones, and Kelly Ripa. Hundreds of guns, gray ones, black ones, all the guns. They drowned on a tide of gun. Uh, did I do that? I asked and laughed. <laughs> Ed, untie me quick. The historical Jesus said, I ran to his side and undid every strap. I pulled him off the bed. He was still bleeding bad. We began to walk away and we heard chanting. It was getting louder and louder. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. I went to the window and gasped. In the middle of the night, there were so many torches. It looked like 2 p.m. on a Thursday. Every famous Catholic in the world surrounded us. Sammy Sosa and Martin Sheen, Alexis Bladel and Maria Shriver, Fallon, Kimmel, Conan, and Colbert, Celine Dion, 
and Sylvester Stallone, and somewhere, the Shadow Pope himself, Luis Guzman. It would be a decade before my first miracle of converting the Goose to the story. We deflated at the sight. The historical Jesus cried, hugging me tight. There's no way I can fight them all, I said. Jesus looked me hard in the eye. He smooched me with all his might. Then he marched to the door. It's not you they want. It never was. Ed, you have to promise me something. Tears clouded my eyes. Jesus, please don't. Promise me you'll become a cardinal, Ed. A true cardinal of the story. I may mean a lot to you, me, and Jesus, but the story is bigger. The story is at least 25% bigger than me. Then he ran for the crowd. No! I screamed. Outside, the mob of famous Catholics ripped Jesus to shreds. Anne Rice and Flannery O'Connor bit off his ears, and Alec Baldwin tore off his nose. And the members of Menudo chewed through his intestinal casings with greedy mouths. I screamed and screamed. It was the best summer of my life. The story must be told. So kindly, Cardinal Larson, uh, for the story. It's truly the only thing that can bring our congregation together in the midst of cataclysmic horror. Yes, thank you, Ed. That was truly a work of art. <laughs> like, like art. It's a, it's a pun. Do you have anything else you'd like to say? Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, time of when I met Jesus. Uh, as you know, that story and stories are not free. So please, if you may, leave some money for me. I'm Cardinal Larson, signing out with pockets full of cash. I'm hungry, so I'm gonna go. Peace! I'll see you all in hell. I mean, Storyland. <laughs> that was The Story Must Be Told, and I'm the Hog Man. Honk, 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 honk. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TSMBTPod. I'm a man raised by hogs, so I like mug and fucking pig nipples. Yeah, Join our Patreon, patreon.com slash TSMBT. Get access to our private Discord. Chat the story with fellow tithing congregants. I'm Farming Terrence. I, I care about hogs and slaughter them. Mm-hmm. No, sir, I can't allow no hog man free. Here I come with my carving knife. For $5.22 a month, get access to the 522 Club, a zany morning zoo podcast with the clergy on weeks between episodes of the story. Please, put away the knife! I'm a hog man, but I'm still a man. Find our merch at topedoco.com slash collections slash TSMBT. Get a pin, a mug, a couple of shirts, you goof. Yes, yes. Have some more man ham, my fellow son and daughter. And yeah, you taste that. Taste that sweet taste. That's how you know he died afraid. 
Thank you for joining, and we'll be back next week. I'm the Hawkman, and now I'm a ghost in a belly snacks. Grunt Bug Picnic is such fun. We eat mayonnaise in the sun. The story must be told. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Thank you.